My name is Kebohem, and this is Epiphany. Amata meiva Kebohem nia lojava akatahengi. Thousands of years before the skyscrapers rose on Kayatha Sound or the holographic gardens clustered around the edges of the great salt marshes, a child watched their father and mother die at the hands of the Erebi tribe through cracks in a woven grain basket. As the parents' blood spattered across the floor, as Lee heard the other villagers wail in the distance, as the riders raised every other home in that town, as the scent of uncooked grain burning made their mouth water and stomach growl, this child felt the veil between reality and illusion part. Lee claimed to see a tapestry falling from heaven. Decades later, on returning to that ruined village, the now old man commissioned stacks of paper and began to write the epic that would change my country's cultural legacy that would change all of the gardens, all of the world's cultural legacies. Only the young child who brought Lim porridge from Kiasmu heard the story, at least until the old council demanded to know what the ancient stranger wanted with bones and with dust. The old man's name is said to have been Maraten, and Lee claimed that messengers of five gods had dictated this story to Lim. Thousands of years later, everyone knows this old man's name. Maratin taught us that the world is holographic, immeasurably kind, and deeply cruel. The only constant is change. All smells and tastes evolve by the moment. Science and metaphor wrap around each other like two halves of the double helix, each properly understood in the context of how the pieces feed into each other until they reach perfect unity. In this waking dream, every chance causality is Demanok, and every fruit swelling in the canyons is Yurga. This is impermanence. An advisor's initiation ceremony is a mystery that will always remain a secret, but I can write my impressions of it in comparison to what everyone knows from Kamo 597. This is when Sehentag created the Karata and brought the first ten into the fold. Our oaths of service use these core things Hintha asked them as a model. Do you swear to uphold the will of the community? Do you swear to follow the best path forward? Do you swear to respect the leadership of the community, its gods, and its culture? Do you swear to sacrifice your own wants and needs for the good of the community? Do you swear to join me and to never look back? That, again, is what Sehinta had the Karata swear so long ago. Everything I could want has fallen into place, and I am afraid of what might come next and at what cost. The carvers have set my name into the crumbling stone, as it were, and the priestesses of Enachiaboshe have anointed my forehead with their sacred oil. A man showed me seven sacred things that I cannot reveal. If the Karata have sworn something so similar to what I have put before my own interests, surely some god will strike them down eventually. It's perhaps blasphemous to say this. I should strike it out, but I won't. I mean, this is not smart paper. Sehinta deserves respect. 
Unlike Lim, we all forget, we all die. We're all forgotten. I know what the regent has asked me to do. I know that this will take a lifetime to carry out, and I don't know what I will do if I die. Idusuti and I will marry. We could have children if we can. The thousand million decisions of my ancestors have brought me to this moment, and I will rise to my feet on their memory. I will do my duty. Maratin teaches that most things are impermanent. Love lasts. Yahito's love for Kakedi is the main undercurrent of impermanence. In the legends of Tazakhara, Namgetsi will never stop feeling love for Sehinta. Sehutangi, like Elise, will stay with me forever. You have been listening to Epiphany by KBOM. For a text version, cultural notes, and to subscribe via RSS, please visit http colon slash slash kayeboesme.com slash epiphany.